Welcome back to the Three Pillar Podcast. Enjoying the potty? Leave us a rating and a review over on Spotify. All right, guys, welcome back to the Three Pillar Podcast, joined by Will and T, Tapman Crew. All right. I've, uh, <laughs> this has been such an effort to get this working, and yeah. I still can't hear myself talk on this, but if it says we're recording, we're all good. Yeah, no, I'll you're up here. Because you're, you're loud. Feels like you're shouting in my ear. So Toby is away this weekend. Uh, he's away this week, and um, obviously... He's got us good. He's usually the producer of the podcast, is what we'd call him, and he's the one that sets everything up. So it's taken us about 20 minutes to get rolling today, but I think we're here... Hopefully, you guys can hear us properly. Hopefully, it's not too loud. I guess we'll just see. We'll find out. But uh, thanks for joining us, T. All right. Glad to be back. Yeah. Episode number two. two. The people loved you so much that we had to get you back in and kick Toby off. Toby's head back home to (laughs) Victoria this week. You had a good weekend. Busy weekend, T. Busy weekend. What'd you get up to? Um, Friday night... Brody, Maya, and I went down to like the brewery lights. I don't know what it's called. Oh, <laughs> um, I don't know what it's called anymore, but the brewery lights. Um, and then Saturday I worked in the classes, which was good fun. And then on Sunday I had a seminar with Australian strength coach. Um, and that was really cool. Yeah. So who's he for people who don't know? Uh, He's just a very well-known strength coach. (laughs) Uh, But it's funny because he was actually saying, he's like, I don't actually have any qualifications as a strength coach. He's like, I just called myself that. And he was telling us how he got the name as Australian strength coach. And it was one of those just like websites where you just like buy a name. And the only, yeah, the donate. And like the only one that was left was Australian strength coach. (laughs) So, um Mind you, he was a strength. Like he is a strength. He is coach. he is a strength coach, but he like he was just saying like that's literally how he got his name. It wasn't by anything like it was just the only do name there. Um, but no, it was really cool to learn from him, and yeah, it was good. Yeah, so he's like basically coached some of the best strength power athletes in the world. Yeah, you so worked like with him for a bit. I did. Yeah, yeah. So it was me. Um, no, but he. Coached a guy who broke the deadlift world record and he coaches a few people who do like strongman stuff and all that sort of stuff. And yeah, it's pretty successful. So mm-hmm. did you learn anything? Anything exciting? Anything new or? Yeah, definitely. Just new cues. Um, we went through like squat, bench and deadlift mm. and just going through different cues um, for that and sort of picking apart like a, each of those lifts from start to finish. And I think like I've, like, I've obviously know how to do them, but actually going from, like, start, like, the start of the lift to the end of it was really cool to, like, go through the whole process of it. Yeah. I also find that with his stuff as well, even though, you know, you'd say he's one of the best in the world when it comes to coaching that stuff, the reason he's so good is because he keeps it simple, though. Yeah. Like, he's not someone that overcomplicates it. I mean, you said you gave an example of that when we were talking this morning, but, like, he just does the basics of the movement really well and teaches yeah. those. And it's for anyone that can, like, it doesn't, you don't have to be a coach to understand what he's saying. Like, you could have no idea about the gym and movement or anything, but he puts it in a way to just make everyone understand. So, it was really cool. Love that. So, anything else or that was about it? That was it. What about you, Will? What did you get up to? Uh, I had nephew-in-law's, is that what we call it? Nephew-in-law? Yeah, um, his second birthday. So, anyway, that was good. That's just saying to like staff before kids are just so funny. Like they'll, you know, go in. They go to pool there at any spot, and like they'll jump in the pool, and then like their parents will tell them to wear goggles so they don't get their eyes hurt by chlorine, and like they'll jump in and they'll run out crying because their eyes are sore. And it's like, well, if you just put the goggles on, they wouldn't be, but they don't want to put the goggles on. So I was like, it's quite funny. It's watching kids just do life like they're just so if you could put that into like a 26 year old body you'd be like what are you doing <laughs> like you'd have no idea what they're doing um and then what we do saturday night um i stayed home did a fair bit of work sending the stuff in before i had two beers and like because i don't drink that often like they really hit me so i was just working <laughs> i was like oh, i'll have a beer to relax anyway sent me on a bit of a 
bit of a uh, wave, to be honest. She's got in the so zone. Yeah, and then I was just blasting music, doing some work. Um, so smashed that out. And then Sunday, spent the day at the beach, went for a run. Charlotte's getting into running lately. Um, she ran two Ks past two times we've ran. It's actually, like, I appreciate the beginner stage again. I was like, it sucks how much, like, how shit is it just when you first start something again? Yeah. And I was like, you know, like, her in the beginner stage was like, she's doing really well. It's just that whole thing of, like, yeah, like, you're just starting from fucking scratch. I was like, you know, even just running and, like, in general, like, your form, like, having your elbows more tucked in and stuff. I was like, mm. it's just stuff that you kind of learn along the way. It's like training weights, like, you know, it's the exact same thing. Mm. Um, so anyway, so yeah, she's been doing well, so it's been running with her um, past few few times. And then we went and saw Napoleon. We went to the beach, then went and saw Napoleon. And that was, uh, I would not recommend it. It was, yeah. Is it long? Yeah, two and a half hours. Yeah. So it was, it was just, yeah. I mean, I get some people may like it for the history perspective, but I just don't think it's... That great. And even on IMDb, it was rated, I think, 58% or something like that. So, yeah, just not as... Didn't live up to the hype because I thought it'd be really good. But, um, Fair enough. Anyway, so, yeah. Not your recommendation for the week. No, nah, it's definitely not up there. Yeah, no, nah, cool. Um, What did I do? We had a pretty chilled out weekend. We had a family Christmas dinner on Friday night. So, it's 400 gradi. That was good because it was like $59 a head. All you can eat or feed me menu. And it was just so much food, which is sick because you either go to some places where it's a feed me and it's just like nothing um, or the food's really good. It's just not enough or you get something like this and it was heaps. And I feel like $59 these days going out for dinner is like cheap. Very cheap. For <laughs> like food. Yeah, obviously, it's like where the drinks would get you, but yeah, it's all good. It's, it's good. Um, so yeah, and then Saturday we just had a... Pretty chilled out day, um, took it easy at home, worked Saturday morning, well came in here, Saturday sessions were pumping, did a little afternoon training session as well and then uh, Saturday night we just played some board games at home, that sort of thing, Seems run down the beach. Trend. Yeah, pretty much. Well, we're pretty busy now for the rest of the year so it's like this time of the year so I just want to like stay home as much as possible but it gets hard. What, what did you play? Did you play Catan again? Nah, phase 10. What's 10. that? Yeah, it's like a, it's like an Uno. It's all, it's, uh, it's not really, but it's like Uno style of cards, mm. and there's ten phases, and you have to like, for for example, the first phase might be you have to like two sets of three, so it might be like a three 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 and a four four four. Once you've got that, you can put them down, um. and then like once the round finishes, you'll move on to the next phase. But if you didn't put down, you're still on phase one. So it's like the first one to get to the tenth phase. Oh. It's good. What's it's actually tenth phase. Royal flush. Nah, it's like <laughs> tenth one's not that hard, but it might be like. A set of five <laughs> and a run of four. Oh, so okay. five fives and then you have to get one, two, three, four. Oh. It's something like that. Anyway, not a bad game. It's long, but it's easy. And you could be getting smashed in the start and then just catch up at the end. So it's like anyone can win, which is good. And then, yeah, Sunday run at the beach, which was that you off? unreal weather. Um, like you're winning. And this is why I don't play board yeah. games because I get really competitive. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if you have noticed in the classes, oh, I yeah, get no. very competitive, but... In board games, if I'm losing, I, I don't want to. Yeah, play but that's anymore. why I play board games. But I get so I like to mad. fucking win. I did win, by the way. Uh, standard, did. yeah. Um, standard Josh things. Yeah, just winning and success, really. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Sunday was pretty chilled out. I went down to the beach and went over to Dad's because he got a new caravan, so we sussed that out. It's pretty cool. And then, uh, yeah, chilled at home, and here we are. You live in a caravan, like the ones that are like. These oh days, yeah, like the no, stuff this, that one, you this have one is. They're so expensive though. No, I know. Like full on ones, but it's got everything. Like the, the fridge is just a normal size fridge. Yeah. It's got a full washing machine, stove. Like yep. it's ridiculous, it's but it's cheaper than buying a house these days. Just get that and park <laughs> it up. So park it up at the gym. Walk Josh's out. recommendation <laughs> for the week. Yeah, just park park out. Out. <laughs> Um Yeah, that's pretty much it. BC Radio's Bob Marley. <laughs> 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 That'd be good. <laughs> Well, pretty much one week into December almost already. 4th mm -hmm. of December today, recording this. Yeah. Um, Three weeks till Christmas as of today. Which prompted the chat or the topics that we wanted to bring up in today's podcast. So, there was two I wanted to go over, which are pretty much suited to this time of the year. One was 
how we can stay on track during during this time of the year. I've got like how we can stay on track during the festive season, but I think just, you know, December and January in general, hectic time of the year. Uh, the other thing I wanted to chat about today was goal setting because again, start of the year seems to be the time to do it. I thought we could chat about that in a little bit more detail too. So I'm not sure if you guys want to kick off on either one of those topics. There's one in particular you wanted to start with. Um, well, you can start with how to stay on track during this time of year, I think. Um, I think the biggest thing, like I said this in the last podcast, but it's literally pre-planning. Like if you're pre-planning, especially in this time of year, like if you know you've got events on like this weekend, for example, I've got something like we've got our Christmas party and then I've got another thing on the Saturday too. Do you have a so wedding? No, not a wedding, uh, but a wedding it's like a, a like a fr- oh, do you? Yeah, I was <laughs> like, oh, join, join. No, I, it's like a friend Monday Christmas thing, but oh, I'm gonna be disheveled yeah, on Monday so. <laughs> <laughs> because they want to go out on Saturday night too. So it's like I have to pre-plan my week, you know, if I'm you know in a deficit or something, to ensure that like obviously I'm gonna go over and that's inevitable. Yeah. But if I can sort of reduce it like how much i go over by like calorie banking this week Mm -hmm. you know it's just that forward planning yeah doesn't even have to necessarily be like staying on track to like lose weight it can even just be keeping minimizing damage yeah Yeah. or like keeping a routine like staying active like whatever it is like whatever your goal might be at the moment but like i think yeah because that works the same for everyone but it's like you you but you you guys just both said you're going to both be disheveled on monday but it's so it's like understanding that having that awareness so it's like you're planned for monday Mm. because if you just leave it with no plan in place and you get to monday you're not going to be super keen to do much on monday like you want to be so if you're already like ahead of the game there the other thing i'd say as well is like i guess what a lot of people sort of maybe miss the mark on at this time of the year is like there's still like a lot of days which are just normal still like yeah we've got big weekends coming up like i think all three of us could probably say like you know every weekend now we've got shit on and there's always like big events and whatever but monday to friday is still pretty normal like i'm pretty sure like you know christmas this year falls on a monday so it's like you've got we've got three normal weeks now before christmas Mm. and then it's like you know there's a few days there new year's is on the weekend as well so it's like this year this year is actually the perfect year for holidays because you got the weekends mm. and then it's like monday you know what i mean Mm. Compared to, I think next year it falls on like a Wednesday. That's shit, and that sucks. So yeah, so like I think like understanding that you've got heaps of time still, or just like days, you know, you, you don't have to throw out your whole routine. Like yes, your routine will be a little bit different. I think again, just like understanding, it doesn't matter if you have a bad weekend here or there, or mm. like it's not ruining your progress all that much. Um, these are a lot of topics that we go over in the nutri- nutrition challenge as well, and this is just like not obviously just this time of the year. This is any time of the year, but like. If you have a big weekend and stuff like that, it doesn't matter. It doesn't impact things too much. Yeah. You know what I mean? You do less damage than I think what you realize. But I think probably more importantly is like what you do after that. Yeah. And it's like getting back on track. I think another big thing too is something that you've said quite a lot is like setting realistic expectations, especially this time of year. Like if you've got, like you said, events on every weekend and stuff, but you know, you don't want to miss out on them, but you also want to, you know, your goal is to lose, I don't know, I'm just throwing a number out there, eight kilos or something. It's like, if you're going out all weekend, eating, drinking, things like that, and then sort of like staying off track during the week and stuff too, like, and that's fine. Like, that's okay to do that, but you have to set realistic expectations that this time of year is tricky to be extremely disciplined like every single day and it's more yeah just setting those expectations a bit lower in your head rather than thinking oh i'm still going to be able to hit that you know yeah because i i say that because if you keep your expectations too high they're too hard to hit so you feel shit about yourself which Mm. makes it worse whereas if you lower them you hit those expectations so you feel good about what you're doing you're more likely to keep doing them so it's like i said like i've said if you just aim to get to the gym once or twice this week rather than trying to go, oh, like, you know, eating like a piece of shit this weekend. I want to train seven times, which might not be realistic. So, 
you're just going to feel even worse about yourself come next week. Whereas if you just go, yeah, I just want to train twice, like you feel good and you're more likely to keep that going. Mm. No, I agree. I think you can use training as a bit of a... um, I know people don't recommend it, like training to burn like calories. But it's like, let's say you've got like Christmas Day and you wake up and like you've got a massive lunch planned. Go for a walk in the morning or something. But if you've got nothing on, obviously if you've got kids, you're probably not going to. But like, you know, just planning your day around actually doing some active stuff like some neat is what we'd say it's just like it can help as well just like little bits and pieces because again you're not going to make massive results it's just minimizing the damage for that time you know what i mean yeah so you know go to the shops park at the furthest car park lane just walk over like yeah. yeah bits Same like room. that which they do add up and i think like people think you've got to do like this full workout and get to the gym 10 times a week when it's really it's just like just keep doing what you're doing, but just make it a little bit harder. Instead of taking the lift, take the stairs, you know, stuff like that, which is like you're still being active mm. but you're just and you're still doing your day-to-day stuff, but you're just making, I don't know. I was saying to Charlotte, I got her a card the other day because she had a master's um, interview for psych. And I was like, I ran past the post office, ran in, grabbed it, and then kept running. I was like, it's so much more convenient to do that than get in the car, start driving, get there park you know what mm. i mean like it's so much more inconvenient just make it convenient for yourself yeah so if you go on christmas shopping just run there yeah don't be a lazy piece yeah. of shit <laughs> well and then farmer farmer walks the whole thing back yeah. all the presents <laughs> but no do you know what i mean it's just like yeah and people think that like you said they have to do like double sessions yeah. or whatever to to burn the calories but yeah. it's you know it's your overall daily activity not just the workouts that you're doing yeah you it's know. just doing the adding small things into your day which can help mm. which is like if you're worried about not getting to the gym just add some extra things in there yeah anyway these these are all like pretty standard tips and like you know it's nothing crazy i guess like i don't think there is though like no there's not one secret that's gonna 100 but what i thought we could do is maybe just go through like let's let's go through what each of us maybe does this time of the year which makes us feel good like because you know there's sort of i think there's like there's stuff you say, which you should say, you know, like there's stuff where it's like, oh, look, you know, it is okay to, you know, just enjoy this time of the year and not worry about things. But like, do you do that? Or is that like what you tell yourself as well? So does that make sense? Yeah. So for example, like... No, I follow everything perfectly. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> you just touch on it then. You're like, oh, you know, like you shouldn't worry about, you know, needing to exercise because you're eating a lot of food. But like, you know, like, like, like I do that as well not for needing to I just feel better if I do a hard session and like time. and yeah. like Christmas morning I love doing a big workout because I know I like I so much fucking food on Christmas day so it's like I just feel better and A I feel like I can eat more because I'm hungrier whereas if I just wake up and then start eating I'm like not that hungry mm-hmm. but like yeah so like personally for me this time of the year I like to make sure on the weekends and stuff I still try and like meal prep or whatever so i'm sorted during the week because usually as well like you're busy on the weekends but even i find this time of the year you probably have shit on during the week some nights as well mm-hmm. just because you're trying to fit shit in with people and whatever um so i just like to make sure i'm prepped a little bit and I, I just try to stay as active as possible so like like will said sometimes that might not be a gym session it might be a bit tough to make it every day or whatever but like otherwise i'm throwing in an extra walk or an extra little run whatever it is again that's just personally i feel better this time of the year might not be making progress or whatever because, you know, other shit's happening and whatever, but I also find the habits there and then heading into 2024, the habits, you know, Stay. like it's consistent um, rather than starting from scratch again. Mm. I'm not sure if there's anything in particular you guys do this time of the year that makes you feel good or... Um, I mean, yeah, I still sort of at the moment, like my training has been fine, I suppose, like... I just make sure that I do, um, like, I'm hitting my steps because I obviously track my steps and stuff. Um, Just making sure I'm hitting my steps, keeping active. And then also the calorie, like, I do a bit of calorie banking. So, like, I know this weekend's going to be quite large. So, you know, I'm still going to go over, but I'm at least sort of minimising the damage of this weekend. So, calorie banking. Yeah. No, I like it. Mine, um... Yeah, I'm similar to, to you. Mine's more like getting up, going for a run is like a big one or just a workout. Mm. And it's just more like it's you just like you said, you feel better and then you're hungrier so you can eat more. Whether if you wake up, say you have a big meal on like 
I don't know, like Christmas Eve, and you wake up Christmas morning, we've got to go to three places. Like, we've got breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So, like, if I don't go for a run or something, I'm like, I can't even digest the food. Like, I'm shocking. I'll have one big meal for the day, and I'm pretty, like, I'm pretty satiated for the rest of it. So, um, like, I almost need to exercise so I can actually eat properly. Because, um, yeah, I've got that, like... I tell, tell everybody, I'm like, I wish I could just take like a tablet and not have to worry about my calories for the day. Like I'd find eating inconvenient. Like I wish I, I felt I enjoy, the same, but I enjoy I food. <laughs> like I enjoy food, like, don't get yeah. me wrong, but I'm not like, I've got to go home after this and make my lunch, then eat it. I'm like, it's just inconvenient. Like mm. I'm just getting it in because I have to. It's not like it's, yeah. you know what I mean? No, it makes sense. Um, See, I'm the opposite. So mm. that's why I'm so big on pre-planning. Same. Because, like, I am so, like, like, if I could just eat all day and yeah, nah. whatever, so I would, you know. Yeah. And so, for me, it's, like, I have to be quite, not strict, but I have to be regimented with my eating. Because if I don't, then I'm... <laughs> See you later. Yeah. yeah. I, I just go through another couple of practical tips that I have. Again, these just work for me and everyone's a little bit different like you know wheels different to what you know i'm like and whatever so um one is like if you're eating out constantly or like you know you've got a lot of events on sometimes eating something beforehand can be useful as well for two reasons a it fills you up a little bit so you're less likely to pick or overeat but b as well is sometimes like you know you might not know what you're eating when you eat out might not be a lot of protein there or whatever it is like cocktail foods generally just like you know random shit um so that can keep you, f- uh, keep you feeling full and satiated beforehand as well. Um, it's generally like a good idea to eat something before you're drinking as well. Like that helps. Um, another one that I do is even just like, I say this to people all the time, but like if you're getting like lots of chocolates and shit this time of the year, like like I just throw it out. You know what I mean? Like, See, I disagree with that because I've, I grew up on don't, you don't waste food. I get it, but so it's me, also that's like wasting food. two dollars chocolates <laughs> and three dollars of chocolates. Like it's the cheapest shit that you can buy at the shops. I it's know. just like, you know, if you're someone who doesn't have the discipline or the self or the willpower, sorry, to say no and not eat it and overeat it, mm. and then just get rid of it or re-gift it to someone else yeah. or give it to someone else if you don't want to waste food. Yeah. But people say like, if they won't throw it out, they're like, no, I don't want it to go to waste. But you want to lose weight or something, it's so yeah. what you're just going to eat it all. Like, see, I would re-gift it. I wouldn't throw it out. I mean, there's been like, a, a kudos to people no, in the gym. Now. He's no, like, no, I'll it. <laughs> no, I would say people, people in the gym, people in the gym have like, I think around Easter time in particular, look, heaps of people brought eggs in, like here, I and mean. like we've we've smashed them. You know <laughs> what I mean? Know. So like, you know, um, but yeah, just like uh, again, like no, I said, that's just what works for me. So like, I know if it's there, I'm gonna eat it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Um, yeah, if you don't have the, the willpower to, to not eat it. like. And one of the biggest things I say to people with willpower is, even if you've got the wet best willpower, if there's something there that you love, if it's in your environment, in your vicinity, you're very likely going to cave oh, at some sure. point. That's yeah. where it's good to like, going back to your point, I know we all meal prep for different reasons, but like meal prepping is so handy because like if I go home now, we've got chocolate in the pantry and I know we do. It's like, and it's open, and I could definitely go a block, mm. like not a block, a few squares. But it's like, I'll go home first and I'll eat like lunch properly because it's convenient and it's right there. Mm. And yeah. then it's like that way, like you guys said, with your whole like festivities and like things going on, it's just like, it's easier to pre-plan it because then at least you're not actually having to use your willpower to think about what you want for lunch. Yeah. And you've already banked up a bit of willpower. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, it's just like, it's a lot easier to do that than trying to think what you want. And then you're just like, ah, oh, stuff it. Like, mm. I'll just have some chocolate while I wait for yeah. my Uber Eats to come. Yeah. I think too, so adding another thing as well, like not, um, like more on willpower too, like understand like when you get lots of chocolate and stuff, but also even trying to somewhat fit it in your calories too. Like obviously not whole block, but you know, I will do that. Like if I've got chocolate at home, like a few weeks ago we had um, like a the CDH, like Sunflower Sunday for Maya and we had all these chocolates and lollies at home and it was like 
I am usually one of those people that I would just go nuts on it. But I was like, no, I'm going to fit it in my calories. So it's like I'd have my lunch and then have it after, like a sweet treat. And it's like it worked. You know what I mean? And I did that every day <laughs> until it was gone. It actually worked because it's like then you're honoring that craving and it's it just comes down to then discipline to like not go overboard. But if you, like you said, eating something before you have like, you know, if you go out, you eat something before you go out. It's the same thing. Like I had my lunch, so I'm full. So I'm not going to just like devour three chocolates or four chocolates. You know, you have one and then you're satisfied. Yeah. I think another just like maybe to round out or close this out is just again, like this time of the year as well. Even if you do go ham and you've got a lot of events on and stuff like that, like, Again, it doesn't do a lot of damage. No. So, you know, if you have a big Christmas and stuff like that, like, it's really not that big a deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just get into it next year and you just make sure you set good goals and maybe we can talk about that. Yeah, good tie-in. Yep. So, 2024 uh, is upon us and, yeah, start of the year is when people, you know, they just naturally set resolutions or big goals or anything like that. So I thought we could go over some tips for goal setting, maybe what works for you guys, what you, how you guys go about goal setting, if you do any goal setting. And then, um, yeah, maybe we can uh, yeah, just share some ideas there. So what do you guys got? Well, I suppose I wrote up a bit of an ebook over the weekend about goal setting, which will be sending out to members, putting up a bit of an email about it, and then uh, also some posts on socials. But I think it's actually worded really well. You know, kudos to myself. But um, <laughs> but basically, just kind of running through, like, how to set achievable goals for the next year. This is the process that I wrote, and you guys can kind of rebuttal with me if you want to add something in. But I was saying, you start by writing down all the goals you'd like to achieve, and you identify the goals aligned with you the most at this point in time. So one could be, you know, I want to... I don't know, what did I say here? For example, if you're about to have a firstborn child, it would probably be a wise idea to learn the basics of parenting rather than trying to bring your handicap down in golf, you know? So it's just kind of like, I think it always comes back to golf, but you know what I'm saying? Um, and then I think you commit to two, of those, two or three of those goals that you've chosen. For like a big one that I've been guilty for in the past is setting too many goals. You have like 15 goals that you want to try and hit and it's just like, it's not going to happen. So I think just choosing two or three that are important to you that are also relevant at the time, I think is big ones. Um, and then, yeah, just holding yourself accountable. It's like writing them down. Am I going over this too quick or is this... No, keep going. I think it's, yeah. Um, writing your goals down, sharing them with others and then just like even rewarding yourself. I think one of the biggest things is People set a goal, say it's to lose eight kilos, going off T's um, example before. It's like they won't reward themselves until they've actually hit the eight kilos. It's like reward yourself like after the first week of just sticking to a diet. And it's like by doing that, you know, you can, I don't know, have go out and have a, like put it in your calories and have like a Sunday or something. I don't know. Like <laughs> Yeah, I think, I think. With, with that point there is, I'm not sure if you're going to touch on that or bring it up, but like you set your goal, your big goal, mm. but then you got to break it down yeah. into smaller goals along the way. You see it, I see it a lot in the gym. Less prevalent now, but when we first started, like people would be going, oh, I just want to get to the gym six times a week. And then it's like, they'll come five and they'll be shitty at themselves. And it's like, dude, you came five out of the six. Like you've done pretty well. And then... um that kind of just starts to demotivate them because then that's like a failure in their eyes. And so then they start becoming demotivated and they won't actually work towards that goal anymore because it's too hard. And it's like, if you just reward yourself for coming five times a week, that's like, that's ample. And it's the same with any sort of weight loss goal or whatever. Like, you know, if you, I don't know, yeah, hit fucking six kilos in eight weeks instead of eight kilos in eight weeks, still a pretty good effort. Like you've done well. Yeah, I think um, I like your point of, yeah, set some big goals. I don't like, I don't have a problem with like people setting pretty lofty goals. Like there's the whole thing of expectations and whatever, but like you you want them to be quite big as well because you don't want it to be something which is like, oh yeah, I can, I'll do that in a couple of weeks and you keep putting it off. You're like, you know, if it's pretty big, you're sort of like, oh, I have to put in some work towards this. 
and then make sure you're breaking it down into some chunks a little bit. But I think the thing which has worked the best for me is like, yeah, actually writing them down and revisiting them often. Um, so like, again, how you go about that is going to be different for everyone. But again, personally, like I journal every day. So it's like every few days or every couple of weeks, like I'll write them down again. And that way they're just fresh in your mind, constant in your mind. And you're like, you know, you're thinking about them you're more likely going to put in habits towards those goals but versus if a lot of people I'd imagine might set some big goals at the start of the year and just like that's it you know it might have them in your head but I feel like once you do that they're not front of mind so a lot of other shit's going to get in the way and there's always going to be obstacles like people always wait for the right time it's always going to be shit in the way um so yeah and the other thing I'd add in would be it depends on the goal like you can't do it for every goal there's definitely some goals you can where it's like if you can make it more concrete. So if you book in a time or a day, like an event is the easiest thing to do. Like a marathon's very easy. Like if you buy the ticket, like you're much more likely to do that if you've bought the ticket to the event and you're ready to do it. You know what I mean? Versus if you're like, yeah, I'd like to run a marathon this year. If you don't book it in or buy the ticket for the event, chances are you won't do it. Training's probably the easiest thing to actually hit a goal for. Like weight loss, training, all that. Because there's no external forces that are influencing your success in the sense of like business or like even parenting, I suppose. Like you're not in control of your kid, like at the end of the day. And it's like business, you know, you're not in control of COVID when that hit. So it's like whether when you are training for a marathon or something, it's like you know that if you put in the work and you follow the training plan, you're going to get the results. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, if you follow your calorie deficit for X amount of weeks, you'll see the results. And it's like, that's guaranteed. Like there's a, it's literally a formula for it compared to other things in life where there's not as much of a formula to it. I reckon this year as well, I feel like I've realized goal settings a little bit like manifestation to a degree as well. I'm not sure if you guys align with that or believe that at all. Yeah, like you see it, see it in your head before it, you know. Like I think you gotta, you gotta, you gotta have the imagination that you're actually gonna do it. Yeah, so that's what like I'm saying. Like I think you need to incorporate that into it to some degree. Whereas like, I don't know. I feel like some people maybe just put it down as like, a, oh, this is what I should do, or like I don't know. They just don't think about it much more than that. You know what I mean? Like I think you do have to think about that goal, what it would look like, what it feels like to achieve it, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, to make it more real for you. But again, I just think I'm just such a big believer in literally just writing it down as well. I think again, so many people probably skip that step, but like they just like think, Oh yeah, I'd like to do this year, this year. Mm. Whereas if you actually write it down, you know, have it somewhere you can see it. Like you just take all these little extra steps. Like they make it much more real. And I don't know. I feel like there would be a big correlation between people who do that and more successful versus people who just do it in their head or whatever. Yeah. No, I think that too. I think, um, I mean, you guys have sort of you guys have sort of covered it most of it. <laughs> from how you've gone from like here to like yep. <laughs> I was here. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I think the short like setting short term goals to reach your long term goal is such a big thing too. Like, we'll use the eight kilo analogy again, but like you know, looking at each kilo on its own rather than eight kilos as a whole, because it makes it more rewarding for the person, you know, like you say, I want to lose eight kilos. Okay. In three weeks, you lose one, you know, celebrate that in the next couple of weeks, you lose another kilo. So I think like creating that, like, you know, short term goal and just going like small stages, eat the whole way through, I think just makes it more motivating for people to actually stick to their goals. Mm. Because I see that a lot with like nutrition coaching, like, they're so focused on the scales and they have a number in their head that they want to achieve, but it's like they don't get there as quick as what they want to or, you know, whatever. And it's just, I think, just having those smaller goals and rewarding yourself to get to that long-term goal is really important for me anyway and sort of like structuring it. So if you have a goal, how are you going to get there? Not just looking at, okay, I'm just going to write this goal down and that's it but actually planning like how do I get to my goal you know if I want to lose 10 kilos 
how do I do that? What do I? What are the steps I need to take to be able to actually do that? Because I think a lot of people don't break it down to be able to then, you know, actually put in the work to do it. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I think setting the goal is the easy thing for sure. Like coming up with a pretty standard goal, like mm. it's not too hard. Um, again, a lot of people do it. I know a lot of people don't set goals though as well. Same in conversation with someone in the gym the other day. Like even personally, like training or health wise, I haven't had a real goal recently, which has been fine as well. And like a few other people I know are in the same boat, mm-hmm. which is, there's nothing wrong with that either. I just think overall, like if you sort of think maybe why are you training then or why are you trying to eat healthy or whatever it is, like putting a goal around it can help you stay a little bit more consistent with it or like mm-hmm. stick to it a bit more. You know, if you feel like your training is going through some waves where it's like, it's good, it's bad or whatever. If you put a little bit of a goal in place, you're more likely to, I don't know, stay consistent with your training and things like that. Yeah. To a degree, I find that helps. Um, and Will said it earlier before as well, but I think yeah, accountability is a big one too. So, writing it down like is pretty big, but like if you tell someone, it, that's even better. Yeah. If you tell multiple people, like that's even better as well. As fine like having some form of accountability there, like massive. You know, it'd be like, and you have like an assignment to do for uni, and it's like, you know, you didn't have to submit it, and like no one was going to mark it. You probably wouldn't do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You'd be like, oh, versus like, you know, you've got it on this deadline, and this person's going to mark it, and whatever. You find a way to get it done. Yeah. So like, that's having that accountability there. Yeah, for sure. You even see it in the gym though, like people that they come as friends you know they keep accountable to each other to come to the gym and come to the sessions you know yeah 100 percent. the amount of the amount of people that say oh i wasn't gonna come today i can be fucked but like old mate messaged me and said yeah they were coming so i was like i better get here yeah happens all the time and that's really important for i mean for everybody because you can get stagnant and then just go oh whatever with it you know it's much easier to hit a goal when you got someone else mm. there with you to do it. Yep. Like, I reckon it'd be the same for, yeah, 99% of things across the board. Like, parenting even. Like, I feel like yeah. you parenting with someone else, like, as in you and Brody, for example. It's like, it'd probably be a lot easier to do parenting together. And, like, yeah. you can work on shit together and talk about it. Yeah. Rather than, like, you know, someone that does parenting by themselves. It'd yeah. be a lot, I feel like, more difficult to improve because you're kind of like, you don't have that accountability there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Another like good example is like we've done, like even with the Nutrition Challenge or a couple of even just clients I've worked with personally, uh, clients who do or are trying to, let's say, achieve weight loss with their partner versus without. Yeah. Like the ones doing it with their partner are 10 times more successful. Yeah. So like if you're, you know, obviously your support network is doing it with you or supporting you versus just trying to do it by yourself. So much harder, obviously. There's yeah. obviously so many factors associated with that. But yeah, definitely helps. I agree. Any closing thoughts on goals or any other tips you guys want to add in? No, not really. I think that's about it. That's yeah. it? I, I did like uh, T's point before as well. We've touched on it too in past podcasts. I reckon it was like the second or third episode. But just um, doing your actual research before you start a goal. Mm. So like weight loss, like actually don't just jump into it. Like spend a week just researching what weight loss is and how it works if you don't want to get a coach like or a you know someone to help but it's like it's just learning basically the whole formula for it and then that way you can be like oh that's how that works yeah and that goes across the board for majority of goals too yep so agreed uh get into the recommendations for this week so i know we're all prepared with this one so maybe we'll start with Will. With you, anything you've been listening to, watching, reading? No, well, I just need to pull my notes up. <laughs> so what um, do you got for us this week? Recommendations. So you're still watching Harry Potter? Yeah, we've got one more to go. Yeah. So, um, oh, you know what? Part one of what was it? Chamber of No, um, Deathly Hallows. Deathly Hallows. Yeah. Yeah. Part one was quite boring. Like, I almost fell asleep. So, I wouldn't recommend part one. You got to watch it, obviously, to get through all of them. But it was a bit boring. There's just stuff like it's a lot of build up to the last one. But I've seen the last one, so I kind of know what happens. Yeah. But, um, anyway, wouldn't remember that. 
So that's not your... Is that your recommendation for the week? My recommendation <laughs> would be... <laughs> you know what? Just finding something to do just to wind down. I feel like is a good one. Mm. Just like something which is not necessarily hard to do. But just finding something just that you can wind down doing. Because it's crazy how much better you think and much more clarity you have if you just wind down for 30 minutes compared to being on the go the whole time. Mm. Do you see that? Like, I think there was a study which came out this week. I saw it. There was a few articles posted about it, but they were saying um, if you have one lazy day per week, mm. you're a lot more productive. Brody sent that to me actually because the other day I got mad at him <laughs> for doing something and he was like... I'm having a day off. Like, I was like, I'm just having a lazy day. And I was just like, no, I'm good enough. And he <laughs> sent it to me and he was like, see? And I was like, yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, there's intentionally doing it and then there's just, you know, being no, lazy. But he but was, like, he, he did do a lot the day before, but it was like, I yeah. asked him to do something that he didn't do. But then he like... I do find... <laughs> he it to me. I find like every now and again, I get to a point where I just have a day where it's like, oh yeah, like... Nah, I need to just chill or like do yeah. fuck all. Although it's like you've got to pre-plan it because mm. if you don't pre-plan, like even Sean, I was slept in till eight on Sun like yesterday. And, like I was getting up early every day, and then like yesterday, I was like, nah, like we can sleep in. Plan to get up at six, but we didn't. We slept in till eight. Mm. But I was like, it doesn't matter because we still went for our run, did our food shopping. Like yeah, we were still productive. You know what I mean? Compared to. If you slept in, let's say today, like I need to be here early, you need to be here early, Josh needs to be here early. Like, if you sleep in on a day like today, and I sleep, wouldn't sleep in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have about hundred <laughs> alarms. <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? It's just like there's a lot more. I suppose for you, you're probably working for Josh and myself. Like, we're catching up doing a meeting. Mm. If we slept in, it's not the end of the world. But it's also like you'd feel a lot worse about it if you did. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I think it's just giving yourself that leniency. But it's uh was actually reading oh this is a book there you go this is my recommendation we come back full circle um because your recommendation so far was to wind down (laughs) (laughs) for the listeners hope you tuned in for that (laughs) mine is to get sleep discipline is destiny by ryan holiday and he actually talks about it and he says in the book because i've been listening to it while i've been doing my runs and whatnot is um just to basically freedom is the uh how do you word this success or like freedom i suppose is built on discipline so it's like you know if you wake up early in the morning and you get work done then like you've got the freedom to be able to clock off at 3 p.m because you got up at five mm. you know and it's like you're just a few hours ahead of the rest of the world yeah like in that yeah time. yeah like that's why i say like talking about meal prep like yeah, you're disciplined exactly. d- disciplined doing your meal prep but during the week i've got freedom at lunchtime not to worry about my lunch or stress about that or whatever because you know what i mean mm-hmm. like i did that discipline task yeah, yeah. nice tea recommendation i had one and i forgot it nice um but i'm gonna say the one pan creamy chicken orzo that <laughs> i made that was bloody good yeah it was actually delicious. Yep. So posted that yesterday on the three yeah. PC page. Yep, I did. So give nice. it a go. How many servings do you get from it? Four. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. You could make it more though. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Same. My recommendation would be uh, just my Instagram page as well oh. and the recipes I've posted. No. Twenty K followers. Um, <laughs> my recommendation this week. I haven't really been watching anything reading same books that I've talked about podcasts have been the same the only thing that I've done differently like I said I posted it in the uh, staff chat last week was like put on some old Kanye and Jay-Z and that was <laughs> that was cool that was a throwback you need like you don't realise how much someone's music changed or how much music's changed who put on older shit and you're like yeah. oh my god that, that was so different like even their songs and stuff like that so that's probably uh, that's such a Just shit recommendation old Kanye old Kanye this week would be my recommendation the only what other album? thing Oh, I don't know the albums. I just went through all the songs. Oh. You know, Spotify. I don't pick an album. You just go through. Oh, I see. You know, I'm like an the album kind nah, of person. Nah. The only other thing we've been watching though is so shit is Love Island. But nah, do not you, recommend you, it. Like I thought you've gotten a bit dumber since yeah, you started watching it. It's so <laughs> shit. Like uh, the uh, IQ uh, of these motherfuckers. You know what though? Like it's so dumb and you watch it. Like I was watching, what was that one? What's that one? Too Hot to Handle. I was watching that. Stupid. 
but it's not mind numbing. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, Sometimes it's good to just watch to like no, not think like about fucking stuff. Fucking brain in. Really? I can't See, do I just it. watch it just yeah. to be like, I just to it. not think about anything. I'm and the it's same just with like two and a half men. Yeah, I haven't watched it in ages, but I do appreciate two and a yeah, half yeah, men. Yeah, just putting so that just on. Put it on and just watch. Doesn't it matter if you miss it. But like Love Island, I cannot. Nah. It, it pisses me off. Like, I get worked up by it. <laughs> I do too. Like, you're so fucking stupid. Yeah, I'm like. just like, oh, man. Oh. Anyway, so some shit recommendations for everyone this week. Um, last uh, how are you going with your, your movies for Christmas? Clearly not Yeah, No, well, that's the Love thing. Island. We just, we shit just pops up. And then yeah, I, like Love Island. No, well. I, you know, 10 phases. Well, I, don't, I won't watch a movie during the week. I think that's just too much. But that, yeah, so that's so we had nothing planned Saturday night. So I said to Beck, right, let's watch a movie, Christmas movie, because otherwise we're going to run out of time like we did last Christmas. And then um, my brother and Vanessa wanted to catch up. So, Canada movie. Yeah. So yeah. now we're, we're running out of time. We are running Christmas out of time. What are your top, top like five on the list for Christmas movies? We have to watch Elf, but we'll watch that. Home Alone, Grinch. We're, we've watched the Santa Claus, the first one. Beck wants to watch the second and third, but I think they're shit. Yeah, I think they are shit. The first one's good, but Elf, Home Alone, Grinch, 100%, those three. The Holiday is not bad. It's actually a pretty good Christmas movie. And, uh, yeah, I feel like they're the best ones. Watch those. Mm. Yeah, watch Elf. All right, last segment. Uh, the new segment is Will's overrated and underrated. Mm. So have you come playing this week? Nah, so I had a few people. I had a few people that were like, "Oh, I like that segment. I like it's a good idea." Of course I did. They're like, "There's it. no, yeah. there Great was nothing in it." But so you're like, not, I think underrated <laughs> this segment. <laughs> um, <sighs> no, nah, I did. I thought. Uh, <laughs> Do you listen to this last week, T? No. Missed no, out on this one. No idea. So basically, Will's <laughs> segment. Mate, you're missing out. He's just he's gonna he's gonna say something, and it's like we have to determine whether we think it's overrated or underrated. All right, all right. So he I said going like to the <laughs> beach. He said was overrated. Do you yeah, you know, it's just like. I kind of agree. You can go shit it. weather. Yeah. You get yeah. sand everywhere. I'm looking at it too. Like the drive. I got, a, I got a child. Yeah, and it's like it's even more. trying to go Eats to the, the beach sand, with the child, and then yeah, bloody dolphin. And sand everywhere in a car seat, like yeah, it's, it's a, nightmare. a nightmare. So I said beach was overrated, and that was purely because I was like, if I say I go to a beach, you think it's perfect, flat, unreal weather, and I'm going there, I'm like tanned perfectly, like on both my like back and front, like I'm burnt out. I went to the beach yesterday, I'm burnt all on like the bottom of like my hips, mm. so that's why I didn't put sunscreen. Um, so I'm like, it's just overrated. I do love it, but it's overrated in the sense of if someone tells mm. you about it, you imagine it to be better than what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I agree. So that's the example. So do we have any topics today? Overrated, underrated? Uh, what about advent calendars? Uh, underrated. Do you reckon underrated? Yeah. Are we just talking the chocolate ones? Oh, it depends oh, what I mean, you like. like but I love an advent what calendar. What do you get? Beck be- oh, gets, be- gets lolly. Like Beck gets the trolley one. Because I've seen all these like, like expensive leaders, ones, yeah. and I'm like, they're overrated. Like yeah. the, like high end brands no, do I agree with advent you. ones. They're overrated. Yeah. You're paying like eight dollars or like fifteen, but twenty yeah, bucks. Yeah, sorry. Even the chocolate. Like I'll just buy a bo- block of chocolate. Yeah, yeah but so it's the idea you open up one. It's yeah, but like, see, I think I'd it's just open you ever the do it as a kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So did you do it properly? No, fuck no. no. No kid does exactly. it properly. Now I do. Last year, last year, Beck and I did it properly. They lock it away. Oh, no, I've got one. I've got one. Overrated, underrated. Sure, I don't know if you do this or not, but fucking Elf on a Shelf. Uh, Overrated. That is the shittest thing I've ever seen. I don't do it. We got one. Some people are putting out full presents and stuff like every day. It's like... I just feel like... The one that I did see, though, sorry to cut you off, the one that was funny was like Elf on a Shelf and the mum drew... On the kid's face, like the night before. Yeah, that's <laughs> they put it there, that's and good. they're like, the elf drew on you. And it was like, <gasps> <laughs> oh, isn't shit. that the one, the little girl, the Scottish girl? And she's like, I've got school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's it, that girl? Was that the one? Yeah, yeah that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've God, got school. It's not Sorry. Funny. All right, what else? What All right, uh, next one. Uh, let's go. Fucking taking over the segment now. Yeah, okay. um, <laughs> Frank Green water bottles. Overrated. 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 You know what? I hate Frank Green. I tell every like I tell Charlotte this, and I don't tell anyone else it. But fun fact: when I started Red Cup way back when, Frank Green just started to like 
pop off. Not really. They were kind of like, they were on the uptrend. And I remember thinking to myself, should I do an order for red cups or f- like water bottles like this? Because it's a good idea. And there was nothing else out there like it. And I was like, nah, I'll give that a bit. And I reckon I'll do these red cups first. If I did those water bottles, we wouldn't be in this gym right now. We'd have this whole complex. Like we'd be, yeah. we'd be rolling. We'd be bowling. We'd be bowling. Anyway, so uh, it's shoulda, like, woulda, coulda, you yeah. know? No, but it, like I remember <laughs> no. literally looking on their site and like going on Alibaba, looking it up, like yeah. finding the supplier. And I was like, no, nah, I'll stick with red cup. Anyway, so that's like Fair a enough. little sour, sour taste in my mouth. Yeah, it's a bittersweet moment, you yeah. know. Do we have any others? Overrated, underrated? Um, Anything which pops to mind? No, advent calendars. Um, what about like frozen cokes in summer? Oh, no, underrated. Underrated. Love a frozen underrated. coke. Yeah, I agree. What about McFlurry? Overrated. overrated. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, they make you feel sick afterwards. Nah. I don't like the soft serve consistency at Macca's. Oh, I just I think, think it tastes a bit cool. a yuck. Yeah, I rate it. I don't like it. Just give me normal ice cream. Fair enough. All right. Uh, anything else? Well, actually, I Googled just before uh. overrated, underrated foods. Came up with. <laughs> it was like. Um, where are we? What are 10 underrated things? Uh, so, no, I've missed it. One of them was like water. <laughs> it's definitely yeah. overrated Love ones Like nature I was like They don't get the point of this um, But nah So the over- underrated foods Were like Brussels sprouts Anchovies And all this I was like They're, they're overrated They're mm. not even in the category They don't deserve to be Yeah Do you like Brussels sprouts? Brussels sprouts I don't mind now yeah. I actually like those Do you now. have them with sauce or without? They just Depends how they cook They really cook properly If you make like Make them nice and soft And then you make them all crunchy Like Game changer, mm. yeah. but not just plain old steamed Brussels sprouts. No, what about like anchovies on pizza? I don't like anchovies. No, Coming around to it, like, it's like such a fish. strong, t- it's got to be like chopped up and like really, like, can't just be like you just get it out and put it on there. Like, that's that's, like, that's disgusting. Yeah, it's like putting like you know what a cat. You know what I'm coming around to, which uh, is pickles on burgers. Oh yeah, I love oh, pickles on burgers. Pickles on Did burgers you have you so always good. have yeah. you always? Yeah, that is. See, so I never used to, but I think I think I think they are. I said to someone the other day, I think that's a sign of maturity. So you grow up and you <laughs> like <laughs> pickles on burgers. I mean, we've had it since we were kids. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, yeah mature, mature kids. Yeah. Yeah. It tastes good. It gives a good like little ta- twang yeah. to yeah, you like need your that. burger. So you start to understand flavors. Yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. Any closing thoughts for the app? Yeah, and no, I reckon people took a lot out of that one. There was a lot of good chat in there. That was uh, it was very interesting. <laughs> like last like five minutes of talking about Brussels sprouts. <laughs> <laughs> People are like, if they're still sticking around, like, good on them. No, but, uh, do you know what? It's this conversation, though, that does keep you around because it's just, like, sometimes you want to put on a podcast, you don't want to learn about the intricacies of how to do a deadlift. Yeah. Mm. Or, like, serious stuff. You just Josh literally does. want, yeah. hey. I'll have a deadlift, yeah. Josh does. Yeah. yeah nah, fair. I agree. You just want something which is lighthearted and, uh, Easy yeah. Easy to listen to. That's it. And that's what we are. That's yep. what we are aiming to be. Mm-hmm. That's what we are. Right, well, uh, <laughs> on that note. Discount code three pillar pod gets you twenty percent off protein as well. Also, like, uh, like and subscribe if you're on YouTube. Yeah, we're getting a lot of views on YouTube. Um, fair enough. Pretty faces makes yeah. sense. Um, and, and yeah. then that's about it. That's about it. Leave us a five star review on Spotify if you haven't yet either. It takes like two seconds. Yeah, and we'll catch everyone in the next episode. Yeah, with Tobes. Thanks, crew.